Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. Welcome to Grilling at the Green After Hours, conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. Today we're talking with uh, Diana Del Garbino from My Muscles in Motion. And the regular show, I kept calling it Muscles in Motion. And I apologize for that. I should have said it properly. And no, our, our company name is Muscles in Motion. Just our uh, our website is my muscles in motion ah okay all right so i was half-assed as usual on stuff you were correct all the way around (laughs) (laughs) um one of the things that i see diana uh when you do get out on the golf course is a lot of people like to walk um i walk some but i mostly take carts just because i've got uh, two knees that, especially one of them that needs to, um, get a warranty update on it. And, uh, cause I, the warranty expired a long time ago. And so, uh, I find it's a little easier on me, um, doing that, especially on the Hills, if you're playing like a link style course or something, but mm-hmm. you know, again, some of these people that are and I, I, I certainly do appreciate that they want to walk, you know, and pull their cart or sometimes even carry their bag, but they get tuckered out. And I see a lot of that, that they're really not in shape to go all 18, but they trudge on valiantly, you know, and the last three holes are a struggle and all that. Um, how can they pace themselves to actually know through exercise that they're ready to do 18. I mean, are there benchmarks or there goals to say like, okay, I can go out and I can walk five miles, seven miles, whatever a normal course is in, as far as walking distance, because it varies. But if I can walk that in under three hours, am I, is that a good benchmark? Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I've been out there a few times when people are, are walking and, and you do, you get really tired. I mean, I know right now, I know my limit. I, I can only do so much. And so I'm very careful to not slow everybody down because you got to walk at a fast pace on a golf course because you only have a certain amount of time between each you know, for each hole. Right. And I, I see that too. I was out there last week and there were some people and they were just walking so slow. And one person had a cart and they finally picked up the next person and, you know, 
went walking with them or, you know, put them in the cart so that they could speed up a little bit. Right. But yeah, you've got to be able to walk at least five miles at a pretty good clip. You don't want to be just kind of moseying along because you also are either carrying your clothes or pushing a cart, which is going to wear you out as well. So. Well, yeah. And you you think about, you think about, how you do that with the cart. Some people pull them behind them, um, mm-hmm. depending on the shape and angle of the handle on the cart. Some people push them like that. That's also putting your arm, that's, you know, if you're right-handed like I am. So you're probably, your tendency is to use your right arm doing that. And that's holding it at a a level that you normally wouldn't keep your arm bent like that for that length of time. And that can cause, I mean, I I know I'm getting nitpicky here. I understand that, but you know, at the end of the day, when you just, your arms turn to jello and you can't figure out why, maybe it's because of the way you're pushing your cart too. It could be because your, your arms, you know, as you get older, I mean, I've got strong forearms and strong biceps and all that. But still, after, you know, four hours, three and a half hours, whatever it is, pushing a cart like that, your arm's tired. And it's not from swinging the driver because you're only going to do that about 14 times. So that's not the reason it's tired. Right. But it it also, you're burning calories. You're burning extra calories. And most people don't bring any food with them. They don't even have enough water. And your body needs all of that nutrient all those nutrients to maintain a high level so you know it's again knowing your body what's happening for me i'm getting i'm feeling like i don't have enough to follow through and and i'm decelerating through the through my driver maybe i'm hungry maybe i'm thirsty maybe i should have taken a cart you know yeah and it's, it's really, that's why exercise is so important because the stronger and more muscle fibers you can recruit, the more energy you're going to have, the more ability you're going to have to walk up that small hill and push your cart without feeling fatigued. Yes. And a lot of people believe, well, if I just play more and I just keep doing the same thing, I'm going to get better at it. And that's not necessarily true. Because the body's going to take the path of least resistance. So if it doesn't need to burn a lot of calories, it can save some because it's flat. You're playing on a flat course, like Quail Valley. Let's say you're playing there and it's flat. And then you go play Oswego Lakes, which is all hills. And you think, well, I played Quail Valley. It was just fine. So I'll just play the next course with hills. It won't be any big deal. But now you've changed you've changed everything. Your body's going to have to work twice as hard going up those hills and pushing, and you're going to get tired even faster and your game is going to miss out even more. But if you are, if you are working the muscles harder than everything else you're doing, then you're going to have that extra available when you need it. You understand that? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Um, but I want to talk about food. I always want to talk about food. That's my deal. <laughs> I but, love food. But I always am interested to see, you know, we see 
and it's very well documented what like different touring pros keep in their bag for food. You know, Tiger keeps a couple peanut butter sandwiches and some nuts or something. Um, a lot of guys do that and they'll have water, but they've got some electrolytes that they put in there because, you know, you don't see pink water or blue water like that. Normally they've, they've dumped them in there and they, they tell you there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But when you're, you know, these are the guys that are also eating, you know, grilled chicken breast and steamed, uh, broccoli. They're not, right. they're not eating, you know, French fries with tartar sauce all the time. Right. So when they don't have, they don't have fruit loops for breakfast. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I had a joke about fruit loops, but I'm going to let that go anyway. Um, so I always get a kick out. I see these guys in the course and they whip out a power bar. Now, is that power bar part of your regular routine? You know, I would rather see mm -hmm. somebody pull out a ham sandwich if they, if that's what they eat because their body is accustomed to it knows how to process it and you know th that that's kind of a normal thing for them there's nothing wrong with eating you know power bars or a cliff bar well i have a problem with cliff bar because i think they're horrible but anyway um you know and I, so i see these guys on the golf course and they do that and they pull that out and then two holes later they're still dragging because it really mm -hmm. hasn't done metabolized and stuff from a food perspective, the way that I, I think they expect that's a long way around of saying when you put food in your golf cart, don't put something in there that you don't normally consume is, is my, my thoughts on that because you know, your body will metabolize it or burn it up and all that. But if you're used to a higher caloric value or more protein or something like that, you should probably stick with some of those things because your body's going to look at this like it's kind of a one-off. Those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm more prone to take food that I normally eat. I'm not a, I'm not a big proponent of, of power bars because I don't eat them but people who do eat them on a regular basis, then I have no problem with that. Uh, like today I take, um, I went to Hood River this weekend and I picked cherries. So I brought some cherries and some strawberries and a protein shake because I, that's my normal, what I eat for breakfast and I play at 6:40 in the morning. So I eat before and then I eat as soon as I'm done and I snack on the fruit in between because there's water in there, there's fiber in there. And there's a little, um, you know, it's just a little sweet. Sure. It keeps me going. It don't take a lot. And I'm not, I mean, I'm riding a cart today, so I'm not expending a ton of energy. Um, but yeah, if I play longer and I am walking or if I'm just walking, not that I need to be playing longer, if I'm walking, I'm definitely going to take a little bit more. And it's going to be food that I normally eat. Um, I don't normally eat peanut butter sandwiches. Um, right. So I would probably take some smoked salmon because that's what I, I eat or some steak or something, 
you know, put it in a little ice cooler and I'll just snack on that as I go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you got to find the foods that your body, like you're saying, your body has to be able to process the food. Otherwise you're going to expend energy trying to digest that, which your body is like, I don't, I don't even know what this is. I don't know what to do with it, (laughs) Uh, which is why I like to eat foods that are just a little more less or a little less processed. Right. Than like say a power bar or something like that. Well, yeah, but there's an exception to that. A couple of good sticks of pepperoni. Really? Oh, gosh. They're good. They're good. Do you you eat? um, This is one thing I learned, too, because I do get a lot of morning tea times, especially when I'm playing with my buddy Steve. Uh, For years, I would not eat before I went to the golf course. Because I was always a bit of a hurry and I wanted to get to the range and warm up and all that. And I was good for maybe like the first eight holes. And then you could just feel it kind of, you could actually just kind of feel it, the energy draining from you. Just mm-hmm. Well, because it had nothing since probably six o'clock the night before. And by now you're 10, 11, 12 o'clock the next morning and you're physically doing something. So I've, yeah. I've learned that then, I eat something before I go to the course just to begin with and not chocolate cake. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad it's not chocolate cake. Well, there's a, there's two different ways you can look at that. One, you know, intermittent fasting is very popular and, and works quite well for men. You just, you have to prepare for it. And there's nothing wrong with working out when you're in the middle of your fast. Um, a lot of times some black coffee can help give you just a little bit of energy, but you, you don't want to do that just out of the blue. Oh shoot. I forgot to eat. And then I'm on whole eight and it's time for me to eat again. And I don't have anything. Right. That's going to be a problem. Right. That's, that's when you're setting yourself up for failure. Um, I, I intermittent fast once in a while. I mean, really intermittently, but I love breakfast. Like I wake up and I'm ready to go. Like I wake up with this much energy, like let's go. So I get up and I eat. So this morning I got up and I had some pork sausage. I ate that, had, um, what else did I have? I had a couple of strawberries with that. And then off I went and then had some, you know, what I ate when I was done with my round and during my round, just you know, not, I'm not eating handfuls of stuff. I'm just eating enough to keep myself, to keep my blood sugar level. So I'm not dropping where I feel like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough energy to pick up the club, but I have enough energy to, to get through it. Right. Right. Yeah. Again, you know, you gotta eat, you gotta, you gotta plan. You gotta just think long-term, not just I'm going to the course right now. And then you get there and, uh oh, I, I don't have any water. I don't have any food. And I find that most people are dehydrated and you're better to drink more water than eat food. Your, your body will thank you a lot more. Well, here's another thing. I quit drinking soda pop. And, um, but there's one caveat to that. I give myself a grape soda every weekend. That's my big whoop-de-doo. Um, yeah, fine. Yeah. 
I have loved grape soda since I was a kid. But I used to drink like a lot of Pepsi and Coke and stuff. And I, and I just took that away from my diet. I just like, boom, those are all wasted calories. And you get really logy if you drink too much of it and all that. And then, but the antithesis of that is, and I'm going to speak some her, uh, heresy here for lots of golfers, guys that are drinking beer on the course on that, that's loaded up with carbs. Um, you know, unless you drink too much, it's really not going to affect you too bad uh, as far as your swing or your mental capacity. But there again, you know, I look at that and say, you know, I've got nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with having a beer when you're done. I just know the guys that I've noticed over the years that if they have a couple of beers while they're playing, and especially if it gets warm, they have a beer, it tastes really good, it's cold, it's this, it's that. And a couple holes later, they're fading because of the way the body uh, met, uh, metabolizes that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've kind of done what you've done. I either do water, I do some Gatorade or something like that once in a while. And um, it seems to work out better for me. And- yeah. And, you know, it just depends on what your goals are. Some guys, they just want to go out and have a good time. Sure. It doesn't matter. And, I, you know, good for them. Yeah. Have at it. Have a great time out there. Drink, drink whatever you want. doesn't matter to me. For those that want to be a little more competitive or just want to play better for themselves, water is going to, is going to shoot you and do better for your body in the long term. Oh yeah. Cause like I said, if you get, um, and, and I am not criticizing anybody who drinks or drinks on the course. Cause I drank an ocean full of scotch in my day and, and still, have a couple of small riptides once in a while, but, um, you know, that's not it. It's just a matter of if, if, if you, if you do those things we talked about and then you get done, you say, Oh, I played like crap. You know, I can't get it any better like that. then maybe you need to think along those lines too, about what you're consuming to help your game and then do, you know, hit the, hit the clubhouse, hit the, uh, the grill room and, knock yourself out with a club sandwich and three beers. If that's what you want. I don't care. Right. Absolutely. But if you're complaining and whining about it, that you're not playing better then yes, you need to look at what you're doing. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking at what we're doing and I think I'm just about out of time. And Diana, uh, first of all, congratulations. I am so happy and pleased for you that you're healing up and getting back out there on the course again. I think that's fantastic. Um, Thank you. I'm just, I'm so bummed the Winco won't have spectators. That's my favorite. I love going to that. Oh, you just miss the Grove. That's what you miss out there is the Grove where you go by and get the free beer and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) My shooting assignments always, (laughs) they know me. My shooting assignments were always around the Grove. That's what (laughs) take them, you know, that's where they put me. So, and that was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a fun tournament. It is a fun tournament. Fun. Well, it will be back next year, I'm sure, with with spectators. And I know Jeff Sanders and Ryan Tahara and those guys over there really have really held out till the last minute, hoping for some changes so they could bring the spectators in. But yeah, that no, they did. They uh, couldn't make that happen. So 
I'm, I'll be out there yeah. for a couple of days reporting, and then we'll go from there. Anyway, Diana Del Garbino from my from Muscles in Motion. Uh, webs- yeah, webs- Muscles in Motion. Yeah, website mymusclesinmotion.com. dot com. Yeah, and and just know we're open. We um, are taking all the precautions seriously, but we're a one on one studio, so it's very easy for us to stay six feet away and not have more than one or two clients in the whole place. So excellent. Um, Excellent. Working out well. All right, kiddo. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's good to talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, you will. (laughs) We'll be back next week with another edition of Grilling at the Green After Hours. Until then, I'm JT. Go out and hit some golf balls. Do something fun.